Hello children. How are you? I hope that you are okay. I'm also hoping that most of you are now going to schools that you are actually most of you are actually doing your exams for this term and that's very good. I know this term hasn't been easy. Some people have been very sick with cough and flu, but we thank God that most of you are healing and we praise the Lord for that. I am teacher Betty and I will be taking you through today's lesson. And so I would like to just check that everyone is ready for the lesson. If you have your Bible, check that you have your Bible, you have your notebook, you have your pen or pencil and we start. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you that we can read your word, we can listen to it, and we thank you that um, you are our king and you rule over our lives. Lord Jesus, we pray that as we learn your word this day, Lord God, that you will help us to understand even those parts that are difficult. We pray, Lord God, that you will help us to know how to apply it in our lives and do exactly what it says. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So the past few Sundays we've been learning about the parables that Jesus used to explain um, dif different things to people. And today we are moving on to something else. Most of you are familiar with the triumphal entry when Jesus went to Jerusalem and that's what we are going to look at today and we are going to learn that Jesus is the promised king but not all people praise him as they should Jesus is the promised king but not all people praise him as they should but before we go into that lesson I would like us to look at this when you look at this later, what does it look like to you? What does it look like to you? Which letter is this? What about this? Now, when I was writing this letter, I meant one letter. I didn't mean this and this. I meant only one of them, okay? And so you can decide, teacher bet meant M, or you can decide, teacher bet meant to write W, okay? But for me, I had only one, one message that I wanted to pass on to you. Now, in our lesson today, some people were given information, okay? They were given the same information or they had access to the same information, but different people decided to understand it differently. The way you can decide that this is M, because that's how you look at it, or you can decide this is M for you. I think for you this is M. 
for me who is this side i see w so you so different people can decide it is m teacher betty meant to say m or she meant to say w so that's related to something that we are going to learn today some people got information the same information but decided to understand it a certain way and others also decided to understand it differently but the way people understood the way people um, interpreted that message affected the way they responded to that information okay so let's open our bibles to look Luke chapter 19 verse 28 to 40 and let's see what happened. Open your Bibles to Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19 verse 28 to 40. And it talks about the triumphal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. Now, when we were looking at the parables of Jesus, we kept saying that as Jesus went along teaching people, he did A, B, C, D, E, F, G. He did, he taught them in parables, he taught them, he told them many things. Now, as Jesus had finished um, teaching the people, he wanted to get into Jerusalem. So he told his disciples on this one day, he told his disciples, two of his disciples, that you go, he sent them to a certain place to go and bring for him a colt. A colt is a young one of a donkey. So he sent them and he told them that you go to this place, you will find a colt tied on, um, tied up, and you will untie it, just untie it, and bring it to me. And I'm going to use it as I go to Jerusalem. So when these people went, uh, and Jesus knew that the owner of the colt would ask them, where are you taking it? And Jesus told them, because he already knew what was going to happen. He knew that there would be a cult at that place, and he knew that the owner would ask them certain questions, so he already gave them the answer. So he told them that if the owner asks you, tell them that the Lord wants it. So they went on their way, they found the cult, and they untied it. And as they were untying it, the owner asked them, where are you taking my cult? And the disciples said, the master wants it. The Lord wants it. So he let them and they untied it and they took it to Jesus. When they brought it to Jesus, um, the disciple, Jesus sat on it. And the disciples were very, very overjoyed. They were excited because they knew that this was their king. So they decided to, to remove their cloaks. Cloaks are like coats. So they removed their coats, their clothes, and they started laying them on the road where Jesus was going to pass with the colt. So as Jesus went along, 
um, other people spread their cloaks, they spread their clothes, they spread their coats on the road. And when Jesus came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples were joyfully singing, they were praising God, they were, they were saying in loud voices uh, that blessed is the king, so they said, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. My version of the Bible, verse, verse 38. If you could look there, this is what they said. God bless the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory to God. Can we shout it together if you have your Bibles? Let's shout it together. God bless the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory to God. That's what they kept shouting. They were overjoyed. They knew, they knew in, with so much confidence that Jesus was their king. They had known from the, the miracles he had performed. They had known it from the, 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 the writings of the Old Testament because he had been prophet. I mean, he had been promised through many prophets. Remember, Prophet Zechariah talked about him. Uh, prophet Isaiah talked about him. Prophet, many prophets had talked about Jesus as the king who would come. So the disciples knew without a doubt that this was their king. And so they were so joyful. They were singing. They were praising God on top of their voices. And so when they were near, the Bible says that when they were near the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began to joyfully sing and praise the Lord in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. He, God, Jesus had performed so many miracles. He had done so many wonderful things. So the people were praising him because of the many things. Can you remember some of the miracles Jesus had performed and the people were all surprised and they were all amazed one of them was when he raised Lazarus to to life the people were so overjoyed they were so surprised when he served people food when he walked on what Jesus had done so many wonderful things and so the people were convinced they were they had believed that Jesus was the promised king so this was a time for them to sink to shout on top of their voices, praising him and worshipping him. But the Pharisees, the Pharisees decided to rebuke, that, uh, to rebuke the people. They said to Jesus, teacher, rebuke your disciples. Why are they shouting for us? Why are they making noise for us? Tell them to keep quiet. Jesus told them, if these people keep quiet, the stones will cry out. So Jesus didn't want them to be stopped because he knew, 
he knew that he was the king and the people were doing the right thing to praise him. So, children, Jesus is the promised king. That was the message that was given. It was given by the prophets back then, before Jesus came. When Jesus came, he proved it by the many miracles he performed and the teachings he did. The people were supposed to get that message that Jesus was the king, that Jesus is the king. But some of them didn't get that message. Some of them just thought, ah, he's just a teacher. He's not the king after all. So for them, they kept expecting another king. Yet the king had come. So do you remember my letter? Some of you thought that this is W. That's the message you got. But then some of you probably got convinced that that's M. Yeah? It's the same information, but you interpret it differently. So there are people who, when they got the message that Jesus is the promised king, they said, yes, it's true. We have seen it. We have seen the miracles this man has performed. We know the, 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 what was written about him. We, we have seen how he is teaching. We believe. So those ones believed and they decided, they, res they responded by praising him. These ones, on the other hand, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, who decided, no, Jesus is not the king, he's just a teacher. They also responded differently. Do you hear what they told the disciples, what they told Jesus? They tell your disciples to keep quiet. They are making a lot of noise because they didn't get the right message. They got it differently. And that affected the way they responded to it. They didn't want to praise Jesus as their king. So children, what do you believe about Jesus? Is he your king? Is he your savior? Because what you believe about him affects the way you are going to respond to him. If Jesus is not your king, if Jesus is not your savior, if Jesus is not your Lord, you are not going to praise him. You're not going to be joyful about him. You're not going to tell him and others about him. But if Jesus is your Lord, he's your savior, he's your king, even when you're just talking about him, you are happy, you are praising him in your heart. It even affects the, uh, the way you behave. Because if Jesus is your king, then you will want to do the things Jesus does and the things that Jesus wants. And Jesus would have you do. But if you don't believe him like that, if you don't believe that he's the king, if you don't believe that he's your friend, your savior, your, your lord, then... You, you don't care how you live your life. You don't care. You don't mind whether you praise him in the right way. You just, even, even when you just go to church, 
every Sunday. You can go to church. You can kneel down and pray when others are praying. But in your heart, you won't be joyful about him. You won't praise him in the right way. So I want to ask you again, children, what do you believe about Jesus? Remember that Jesus is the promised king. Not all people praise him as they should because they believe differently about him. But we believe, I believe that Jesus is the promised king. Would you change your attitude? Would you change how you believe about what you believe about Jesus? The right way to think about Jesus, the right um, perception about Jesus is to believe that Jesus is the promised king. He's the promised king who rules over his kingdom. And his kingdom, we have been learning this over so many years, that his kingdom will never come to an end. He came, he's the promised king who came and who is still ruling over his kingdom. So is Jesus your king? Do you believe that he's the promised king? Or are you like those people who think differently about him, who don't believe him as king. If you don't believe him as king, if you don't take him as king, then you won't praise him as you should. The only way for you to praise the Lord, to praise Jesus um, the way you should is by believing him as the promised king, is by believing without a doubt that he's the king whom God sent to rule his kingdom forever. So children, Jesus is the promised king. If you forget everything else from this lesson, remember that Jesus is the promised king. There will never be any other king. He's the promised king by God and he's here, he's king, he's alive, he will rule over his kingdom forever. Okay? And our memory verse today comes from Luke chapter 24. Um, you can look, look for it maybe later on your screens. You can, it's, it's projected. Luke chapter 24 and verse 7. Let's say together, the Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified on the th and on the third day be raised again. Let's say it again. Luke chapter 24 verse 7, the Son of Man must be, must be delivered to the hands of sinners, be crucified and on the third day be raised again again. Thank you so much children for listening to this lesson. May the Lord bless you and have a nice week.